Welcome to another episode of the Money and Business Hero podcast, where we talk about the three pillars of financial success, money mindset, money management, and money making. My name is Florian Fritz, and my guest today, Rocky Lalvani, is a chief profitability advisor for business owners. He teaches how to ensure business owners get paid and make profit a priority. As a certified profit-first professional, he implements Mike Michalowicz's profit-first system, and he's going to tell us how that works today. Welcome to the show, Rocky. Thank you so much for having me here today. Excited to join you. So great to have you here. Now, let's start with you. How did you didn't you were not born as a profit first uh, uh, expert? So, how did you become a financial expert and especially for profit first? So, the financial expert was just through my own learning throughout life. Is I always from a young kid wanted to make money, so I was very entrepreneurial, the paper route, doing all of that type of stuff, and I started building wealth over time. And so that was kind of my my money-making desire. And as part of that, I was a spreadsheet geek. So I've been playing with spreadsheets for 40-plus years, just, you know, doing the math, trying to figure out how does money grow, and analyzing different things, and also just looking at the numbers and, and how they all flow together. I didn't realize that business owners weren't looking at their financials. I assumed that if you were in business, you understood the business of business. And the major aha for me was, what do you mean? Oh, they love what they do and accounting isn't on the list. And that's why people went into business. And the reality is, is if you don't know what's going on financially in your business, you're going to struggle or you're going to make decisions that aren't based on the numbers. And then you're going to wonder why there's problems there. So I think that was a big kind of aha. The concept of profit first, which is to to give every dollar a job, separate it and send it to do its purpose. I've been doing that since I had my first job after college. Like I set up automated, you know, send the money to do its job type of thing. So when I learned the aha that people weren't looking at the numbers and then I looked at different opportunities of doing it myself or partnering with another organization, the fit with Profit First was what I was already doing. And so what Mike did was put words to what I was doing for a business owner. And he does great marketing. So it was a perfect match for us. Okay, great. <laughs> Thank you. Now, I know what Profit First is, but some of the listeners might not know. <laughs> so... Uh, let's start with uh, the, the the difference in the accounting system. You know, everybody uh, thinks accounting in or profit is sales minus expenses equals my profit, right? So, what's the difference now? What do we do different? So, Mike looked at that equation. He goes, "No wonder we always struggle with profit. The equation makes profit a leftover or a byproduct." And so he said, "Let's change the equation to sales minus profit." equals expenses. And now what we are doing is we're taking our profit first, okay, which is not evil, by the way. Some people have this weird money mindset that think profit is bad. It's not. <laughs> it's the reward for doing the work and making the investment. 
And then you constrain your expenses based on that. And you know how much you have to spend in the business and still maintain profitability. Okay, so I do take some money away before I can spend it. Okay, good. Right? Is that it? Yes, that's, that's literally all? it. Yeah, entrepreneurs will, so this comes down to Parkinson's law. Parkinson's law says a business will use up all the time and money allocated. So if I come to you and say, hey, we have a project, the two questions are, what's the budget? What's the timeline? Whatever the budget and the timeline are, that's what it's going to be. You tell me 100,000 in six months, it's 100,000 in six months. You tell me 20 grand in 30 days, we'll, we'll get it done for 20 grand in 30 days. We'll find a way to make that work. And so that's the underlying universal law that makes this system work. Entrepreneurs are very resourceful, but they also waste resources. And so what we're trying to do is constrain their resources so they will be more resourceful. Okay, great. So that's where we start, that we do take some profit and don't spend it. What else? You said uh, we give every dollar a job. What else do yes. we do in the system? How does it work? So Mike, actually, so this is a cash flow system. It is not an accounting system. It doesn't replace your accounting system. It works however you do business. You just have to modify it to your specific needs. But basically what Mike did is based on the old envelope system. So in the old envelope system, people used to get their money from their paycheck, and then they would separate their money for its purpose. So they put money in the rent envelope, money in the grocery envelope, People actually used to save for Christmas. They'd put money in the, the Christmas envelope so that when Christmas came, they had the money to buy presents. It's that same concept. And what Mike did was he said, let's create one account, which is the income account. And this way, all the money goes to one place and you're clear how much money came in. It's not a question. It's not muddled. I can look at that account and say, hey, so much money came in. And then we take money from that account and we allocate it to the other account. So, of course, profit comes first. So we put money in the profit account, and this is all based on percentages. Then we put money in the account for your pay. Most business owners pay themselves last, or they're afraid to take money out of the company. Or they don't or pay they themselves don't, at all. They don't pay themselves, or they don't pay themselves a reasonable salary. So by putting money aside for you, you know that it's for you and that you can remove it. Next, we put money aside for taxes. So as we are recording today, um, a lot of people wrote checks yesterday. Some of those people freaked out because they didn't have the money to write those checks yesterday. Right. And that was a problem. So putting money aside for taxes so that when tax time comes, we can stroke a check without freaking out over it. And then what's left goes to your operating expenses. And now you know, hey, this is truly what I have to run my business on. And this is how much I can spend. And now you've, you've self-constrained yourself. And it becomes easy because there's not a lot of math involved. There's not a lot. Oh, I got to go look in my QuickBooks and see how much money I have. You look at your bank account. This is how much is in my OPEX. This is what I can spend. And it's constrained. Okay, great. Now, you said it's about percentages. So what are good percentages to start with? 
So a couple of things. In the book, Mike does show all the different percentages based on the size of the business. Mm -hmm. Those are average targets, okay? In reality, you start with where you're at. So we just finished up tax returns for a lot of people. You can look at your tax return and say, okay, how much revenue came in? So now we know our revenue. How much was my tax? I know my tax percentage. If you were profitable last year, you know your profit percentage. And then how much did you get paid? Now you know your pay percentage. Whatever's left goes to OPEX. We go from where we are today and we just start building a habit. So when I go to the gym, the first time I pick up the weights, I don't load them with all the weights, right? Because if I try and pick it up, either it won't budge or it will fall on my head. So we start with where we're at and we just get comfortable doing those reps. And now after about a quarter, we sit down and go, okay, I've got my rhythm going. I've been doing this and making the percentages. Now I'm going to increase profit by 1% or I'm going to increase my pay by 1% and I'm going to cut my OPEX by 2%. And so now I'm starting to slowly constrain the business. And over time, you can start to make changes and you can start to say, hey, do I really need this? So as part of that, you might do an expense audit and say, I'm paying for all these expenses. Are they worthwhile? Do I get value for it? Or am I paying for software that nobody's using? You know, did the cable or the phone company raise my bill and I didn't notice? Um, is there stuff that we're paying for that we no longer use? Or are we using multiple softwares that we could combine into one? So then it's, you know, expense analysis and, and making small cuts over time. This is not rock and science. It's just basic running your business frugally. And, and that's what you have to do. And there's a big difference between cheap and frugal, right? And we don't want to be cheap because that is not a good way to run a business. Mm -hmm. But not wasting money is a good way to run a business. Absolutely. And so over time, you make changes. We find, and Mike says, if you're going to implement profit first for a lot of businesses, it might take two to three years to go from where you are to where you want to be, because we've got to get out of contracts, we might have to get out of office rent. We might have to get out of an auto lease. So all those things are going to take time to make changes too. This is not overnight success. This is a slow, you know, making the change to the business and doing it appropriately. Okay. So basically we are already at my next question. How do I implement it? <laughs> right? How do so, you start? <laughs> Basically, for most businesses, you go open five bank accounts and you label them. The first one is income. The second one is profit. The next one is your pay. The third one is tax. And then the last one is your operating expenses. And you know your percentages, figure out percentages to start at. In the beginning, it's going to hiccup a little. You're going to have things that aren't perfect. It really depends what your revenue flow looks like. And just get comfortable on a regular basis, taking money out of your income account and moving it to the others. So we, we recommend 
anywhere between one to four times a month. So you can do it once a month. You can do it twice a month. Most people do it about the 10th and the 25th. Or you could do it weekly. Do not do this more than weekly. It becomes burdensome. And so pick your rhythm and just start doing it. Now, Mike talks about two extra accounts in the book. Some of you all cannot be trusted, okay? You steal from yourselves. You spend money that you know you're not supposed to. So Mike talks about having vault accounts in another bank, and he moves the profit and the tax money to another bank so that he can't see it and he won't spend it. That's up to you. If you're good and you have self-control, no big deal. If you're a person who doesn't have self-control, then you need to hide the money from yourself. You don't want to see it when you log into your bank to see how much money is in the bank account. That's probably Tempting. a good idea because if you see it, you spend it, right? That's Perkins's mm -hmm. law that you explained earlier. It is. And that's what happens for most of these people. They see it, they spend it. Okay, great. So we start implementing by opening the accounts and slowly adapting the percentages uh, to the goal, to the goals. That's it. And now the next thing you really need to do, though, is you need to go through and do an expense inventory to say, what am I spending money on? Is it appropriate? Where can I make cuts? And and that even goes for employees. Do you have the right number of employees? Are they in the right seats? So this is more what comes back to, you all hear it, we need to work on our business, not in our business. This is what it means. You're looking at how you're allocating your resources and seeing if it's done in a good way. And if it's, if it's perfect for your business, otherwise, you know, it's going to take time to make those changes, but little by little, you make changes. You might even negotiate down your prices with somebody or shop around for other services. So we look at expenses in three ways. Um, the first is a necessary expense for doing my business. For example, if, if I'm in the retail business and I buy clothes and I sell them, well, I have to buy my clothes, right? Chances are I don't have a lot of flexibility in the pricing there. The next are business expenses that are necessary, but you have flexibility with. So it could be the phone bill, the heat bill. It could even be rent, depending on the situation. It could be employees. These are all necessary, but changeable types of expenses. And then the last set of expenses are what we call um, extravaganzas, right? Businesses tend to spend money on stuff that really does nothing to drive the bottom line. It's essentially wasted money. All of that you can cut relatively quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So doing an expense check is definitely valuable. You'll always find something you can, you can save. You can. And okay. I, I will, you'd be shocked at how many times I do this for a business owner. And they're like, I didn't even know I was still paying for that. We stopped using it a year and a half ago. Yeah. I found an expense on my credit card. Actually, I've been paying that. I don't know for how many months or years. And I had no idea. $17 uh, every month. And I didn't know for what. And I tried to find out. And I couldn't. And I called the um, uh, MasterCard uh, and said, can we cancel that? And they said, no, you'll have to 
talk to uh, the people you you signed that with. And I said, I, but I don't know who it is. So I actually had to cancel the whole card to get rid of that one payment and change all the others. Nobody ever complained that they didn't get any money anymore. I have so no this is, that's actually what we call a um, a great hack. The easiest way to deal with this, if, you, if you've got a whole bunch of stuff going on, is call your credit card company and just cancel the card and get a new one. And then all of a sudden, all those things that were automatically getting billed to your credit card, all those companies are going to reach out to you. Now you can say, hmm, I wonder if I want to still do business with them. And then you re-sign up with a new card and those that you don't, you ignore. Mm -hmm. And you're done. Yeah, that's actually a pretty smart hack. Yeah. So <laughs> what's the advantage of the whole system? Why would I start implementing that? Well, so a couple of things. Number one, most business owners do not look at their accounting software to make decisions. So this system is designed to work the way you work. You look at your bank account, you see how much money it is, you make a decision on spending or going out and selling. Nothing changed. We took your habit and we're leveraging it now to your benefit. So it's easy to use, um, number one. Number two, what I have found is it creates peace of mind. Number one, when when they say they're profitable, and then the business owner goes, where's that cash? Well, there it is right there in the profit account. And so now you know that your business was profitable. You can make a decision to remove the bit, the money from the business. If you want to reinvest the money in the business, then you have to do it with intention. If I'm going to reinvest money in the business, what's my return? I expect a return on that reinvestment. In addition, you now have a reserve fund in the business. So that if something goes wrong next month, it's not how am I going to pay for that. It's like, hey, there's some reserves in my profit account. I can go through the slump. Every business goes through a slump, right? You now are comfortable saying, okay, this is my pay. Just because you allocate it to pay doesn't mean you need to take it. But when you're comfortable, you can remove pay from the company. The other thing is, as your company grows, so does your paycheck because it's percentage base. So it also helps you to make sure that you are paid. When tax time comes, you stroke a check. There's no more worries about how do I pay my taxes this quarter? Where am I going to get that money from? All the panic goes away. I hate paying taxes. All my business owners hate paying taxes. But surprisingly, this is the one area that they 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 love. They go, when the CPA calls me and tells me the tax bill, I know I can cover it. I feel confident. I'm no longer worried about that phone call. So a lot of this is about peace of mind mm. and and being able to, to sleep and know that your business is running well. That's basically what it does for you. And so that's the reason, you know, and if you don't have those problems, then don't do it. If your business is running fine and you're highly profitable, great. Keep doing what you're doing. Okay, great. So it does make it easier to manage your money because we're not account. Most of us are not accountants. No. To, to quote uh, Robert Kiyosaki, he says, get a fucking bookkeeper. <laughs> but here's the problem. Even if you do that, you're, most people who get a bookkeeper don't have a bookkeeper who's real time. 
This system is real time, right? It's up to date. And it's a big difference between having a profit somewhere in the books and having it in an account where you can actually take it and use it. Correct. It's real money. It's yeah. not a it's not a something on some piece of paper somewhere that's fake. Great. So thank you for that. I think that's very valuable. I highly recommend using the system. Any other tips that we forgot? Any things that you would add to how to use profit profit first? No, I think that's most of it for profit first. I think business owners need to understand something. Your business is a math equation. You have to figure out the math equation for your business. And what I mean by that is if you actually look at it, at the beginning of your math equation is the number of incoming inquiries or leads that you get. And then from there, it turns into your sales process. How good am I at taking a potential client and turning them into a client? Now, once I turn them into a client, watch, what are they going to spend on average? How many times are they going to spend it with me? You know, what is the frequency of those purchases? All of that now tells me what my total revenue is. Once I know my total revenue, I know my cost of goods are X, my overhead is X, and then that tells me what my profit is. And so as we look at all of those equations, each one you can start playing with. You can play with your marketing spends and see what does that do to lead creation? I spent an extra 2000 on marketing. Did the phone ring? Did it not ring? If I get 10 leads in the door and it turns into one client, well, why am I getting 10 and only getting one sale out of it? Do I have a problem with my sales process? If my average client is $100, what could I do to get it to 110 so now without working much harder, right, I can get 10% more revenue. All of these things are levers that you can play with that you don't have to spend extra money and time on. But if you, if you get better at it, you make more money and you work less time. Which sounds like a great combination. It is. That's what we're all about. Work less, make more. Enjoy yeah. life. Take your profits. Go spend them and have fun. Don't reinvest every dollar back in the business. Use it to enjoy your life. Great. Beautiful. Yeah. That's getting us to my next question, Rocky. How important is money for you? So the money itself isn't what's important. It's what the money can do, right? And what it, what it allows you to do. So it's not really the chasing of the money itself. Now, the easiest way to get money is to bring value to people. You bring value to people, they'll throw money at you. Great. Absolutely. That's right. Now, what's your personal, what's your purpose for money? So for me, I, to me, money is all about time freedom. It gives me the freedom to do what I choose to do with my time and to also to, to pay people to do things I don't want to do. So it gives me that total freedom and, and that flexibility. I see one of your favorite books back there is Who, Not How. Who, Not so How, like, yes. You like making people do the work for you. Well, they love to do the work. Why would I do something that I hate doing, right? If someone else would love doing it, let them do it. 
and I'll pay them. And then I don't have to deal with the misery of it. And they love it. And that's perfectly fine. And in the same way, there's a lot of business owners who don't look like looking at their financials. That's why they give me money to look at their financials so they don't have to do it. Absolutely. Great. Thank you. And my last question, as always, for everyone is what's your best wealth building tip for our audience, Rocky? So Profit First is built on automation, right? It's the same way I built my wealth. I said I started this coming out of college with my first job. I automated my finances. I told my money where to go. I automated the money going to where I wanted it to go. And I just let it compound. And actually now Profit First just uh, partnered with Relay Bank. And Relay Bank will actually automate your percentages. You don't even have to do anything. Every time money comes in, they'll put it where it belongs. And then you don't even have to do anything. So if you can automate your finances, then life happens and your money still gets fixed and taken care of and works out perfectly. And money compounds when you let it do what it's supposed to do. Great. Thank you. So manage your money well, use profit first, and let money do the job and, and compound and work for you. Awesome. Now, Rocky, if someone wants help and not just read the book and implement themselves, it themselves, how can they reach out to you? Where can they find you? So before they find me, I have a favor to ask of them. If you enjoy this show, if Money in Business Hero brings you value, would you be so kind and Click that like button wherever you're listening. Leave a rating. Tell uh, Florian how great he is. He'd like a little feedback. We all like to have our ego stroked a little. <laughs> so go ahead and do that. Once you do that, if you still have a couple minutes, I have a podcast called Profit Answer Man. Wherever you're listening, you'll find Profit Answer Man. We teach everything that we do for our clients. And for those of you, you know, if you listen a while and you like what we have to say, then Profit Comes First is the website. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming, Rocky. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And, of course, please just do what Rocky said. Click the like, like, like button, leave a review, and then go to Rocky's page as well. I will definitely, I will absolutely leave the links with this episode. And see you at our next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Money and Business Hero podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and you got some value from it. Please take a moment to leave a rating or even better, a review. That helps awesome people like you to find the show and me to produce more and even better episodes. And don't forget to subscribe. If you want to get regular free tips, tools, techniques on how to build wealth and financial freedom, or simply how to improve your financial life in all three pillars of financial success, join my free Money Hero Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Money Hero, find the link in the description, or find out more on the website moneyheroacademy.com. See you there.